Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. You can find more relationship insights at focusonthefamily.com slash marriage podcast. All right, so what's one thing that your spouse does that drives you crazy? We've all had those moments where that special someone does something and it just gets under our skin. I'm John Fuller, along with Greg and Aaron Smalley, and my wife is not here because I am under her skin all the time. I bother her all the time. <laughs> it would take an hour just I, it, to it's a long reveal list. the list. Now, you're here because you're experts and you don't have any annoying habits. Huh. None. Exactly. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. Well, I think oh, so, so seriously, what's what, one thing? Like for me, it's uh, it, my it's an odd thing, but my wife wants me to turn on music while we're eating because oh, evidently I, do, like that. I chomp, or I, <laughs> I make some noise or something. You're a when noisy I eat. eater. I guess I masticate my food loudly or something. <laughs> what, what? But okay, this is this is the worst one. It will be like four in the afternoon in the summer. And I'm like, why is it so hot in here? I'm dripping sweat inside the house. It's because he turns the air conditioning off when he leaves to go to work. (laughs) And we're there. And we don't realize it. So by four in the afternoon, we're dripping sweat, drenched, going... Why is it so hot in here? It's just because Greg prefers I to shut it off. I do the same thing in the winter. I just turn the thermostat down like 55 oh, when yeah. I leave the house. Oh, I come home and Dina's got a parka on. She's like, it's been cold <laughs> exactly. all day. It's like, well, that's because we're saving money. Right. What's that's why you have that? mittens and a shawl. Come on. <laughs> oh, we fight. We fight about temperature. We've Aaron loves to turn every single light well, on in the house. every light, just I'm mood you, lighting. It's when I you're like gone especially. Lamps. I'm feeling so the need to just things. continue on here. So we're <laughs> going to go on and listen to Dr. Gary Chapman. Jim Daly um, was talking with him and actually brought up an example from his own marriage. And um, there was a phone call right in the middle of our conversation. You know, Gary, even last night as I was looking at the book and prepping for the uh, program today, uh, I asked Gene the question, you know, if there's one thing I could do to improve uh, our relationship, what would it be? And she said, well, there's two. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she had these in an in a instant file in her brain because obviously she didn't even hesitate. And uh, she said, well, the one thing you do, I love your spontaneity. It's, it brings zest to the family. But sometimes your spontaneity, it, it, it's a little out of control because you come home and you say, hey, let's go to Disney World tomorrow. And you say it in front of the kids, and the kids get all excited, and there's no way we're going to pull that off. Mm. And I had to stop, and I thought about that, and I said, I do do that, don't I? I mean, I didn't realize, you know, that I was well, doing it. Well, it's a good it. thing you asked that. Well, it's a good thing. And, you know, it's so funny. The first one stunned me so much, I don't even know what she said for the second <laughs> one. I can't, I can't remember. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, um, but I'm getting some signals from the crew in the control room here that they're going to help you with that, Jim, because... Uh, they've suggested getting Jean on the line and telling no. me that they're going to they're going to get her on the line is right it, now. In fact, they have her on the line. <laughs> is this a torture chamber? No, they just anticipated that you might need a little prompting oh. on this one. Hey, Jean, are you there? Yes. All right, you can say hi to Doctor Chapman. He's right here. Hello, Doctor Chapman. Hello. I've done all I can to help Jim today. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. He has worked me over. Let me tell you. I appreciate that. You know the Jean. Uh, this is probably the best way I could be held accountable. These guys wanted me to be a little more forthright about my shortcomings. So just this morning, you shared two things with me that you felt I could improve on. One was not to surprise you with 
spontaneous plans to do something fun with the boys. Like, hey, let's go to Disneyland tomorrow when you got a whole list of things you want to do. I heard that. I just want you to know I affirm that. I heard that, and I will try harder not to do that. And then you mentioned a second one, I think, but I'm struggling remembering that one, so I need you to tell me. Well, it's, um, as you, of course, know, the garage is your domain. Yes. And you like it to be nice and tidy. And it rarely is. I mean, you know, you will go out and clean it, and then it gets messy very quickly from the boys and I. But it does does bother me that almost 100% of the time, <laughs> if I've asked you to go out to the garage or if you need to go out to the garage, you do comment on the way it looks. On how untidy it has become. Yes. Since and, I just and you're cleaned not it. happy about it when you comment. <laughs> Make those comments. All right. Well, listen, I am going to try very hard to restrain myself from making that comment. That's my commitment to you. And Dr. Chapman's going to hold me accountable. May I make a follow-up comment? <laughs> of course. Well, no, I want to say that there's probably 25% of the people listening who are thinking, well, why doesn't Gene just clean up the garage? <laughs> I doubt that many people are thinking that. <laughs> Okay, good. Well, we're in Colorado, so you can only do it in the summertime, and, you know, it's too cold to go out there and keep it tidy. Yeah, well, I appreciate the thoughtfulness, but uh, anyway, hey, I love you. We'll see you later. Okay, Bye-bye. very fun. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. <laughs> Oh, that was fun, Jim. And thanks for being a good sport and letting <laughs> us uh, get her on the line like that. I don't uh, think I had much of a choice. I really appreciate Jean's candor there. And She's got a great sense of humor. You two obviously get along well. <laughs> we do. We do. A, a garage not. You know, garages, uh, they can split uh, marriages right in half. <laughs> so can not remembering the second thing your wife told you to improve on. <laughs> yes. That can split your relationship, too. Uh, you know what? I'm so thankful for an understanding and patient wife. Uh, You know, patience, I think, is one of the most important things that you can show to your spouse as they're trying to, you know, improve things. You know, I really appreciate how Jim was willing to receive Gene's correction during that phone call. And uh, that was probably an example of healthy conflict right there for you. Uh, Greg and Aaron, what are some of the rules that you two have to turn a conflict into something productive, something healthy. Yeah, I think some of the things that have really made such a big difference as we work through conflict is don't get hijacked by the topic. Maybe in Jim and Gene's case, it would be easy to debate the the cleanliness of a garage for however long, or if light should be left on, or what should the right temperature be. It's actually what Aaron and I found is way more productive is to better understand what's what is the issue that's driving that. Mm-hmm. You know, for me, you know, around the temperature, I mean, I just I don't want to spend the money. So for me, it becomes, you know, just a a financial stewardship issue. You know, for Aaron having the lights on, it might be. You know, about just the, the, the mood that she's trying to create within her home or just wanting to feel safe with lights on. Whatever it is, that's the more productive conversations. What, what is this really about for you? So if Aaron was to go, so you, you, you and I battle over the temperature. To help me to understand what's going on for you. 
And the more we talk about it, the more I understand for me, it's just I'm feeling stressed maybe about money. And that's an easy way to save. Now, that might be ridiculous. It could be in, in all likelihood that, okay, what, we've saved 50 cents and had this battle raging, whatever it is. So how do you get to the win-win in that one? Well, so you first have to go after what is the deeper right. issue. So for me, let's say that it's now all of a sudden I'm, I'm stressed yeah. around the finances. Erin can then choose to care about that. Mm-hmm. She could either debate that. And say, let's call the the electric company and actually find out how much savings really does that create. Or she could just let that matter that actually I'm feeling super stressed out around our finances. And just that's an easy one for me to, in my mind, think that we can save some money. Well, and I can validate that and care about what you're feeling, you know, to say that. From my perspective, maybe that doesn't make sense at all. But in for, in Greg's thinking and what he's feeling, well, that makes total sense. If he's stressed about the finances, well, that would be one way that to him would make sense to cut back, to turn the air conditioning off. However, once you care about the other person and their um, feelings, their heart, then it's moving into, now, what do we do? What? How do we make a decision that shows that there's room for both of us yeah. in this home. And, and so how does that work on the thermostat? Do you say, I'm sorry that you're stressed. Um, I'd, I'd like to propose that we save a little bit over here so that we can drop the temperature so I can actually feel sort of comfortable during the summer. Yeah, so keep in mind, if the issue for me is I'm stressed about the budget mm-hmm. and where our finances are, it may again, maybe the solution has nothing to do with literally the thermostat setting. Mm-hmm. It might have let's really dig into our finances, let's let's figure out a better system, a better way to try whatever it is so that I'm feeling better. Now, if it's a literal thermostat issue, well, you know, they have the new thermostats that can connect online. And so maybe we come up with a, hey, while we're both gone, let's keep it set at this. But look, we can each, you know, set it remotely. And when I'm showing up, if Aaron's coming home and I'm not there, you can already have it turned down. It's a little bit cooler waiting mm-hmm. for you. I mean, there's a there's always going to be a solution that we can find that feels good to both, but don't ignore the deeper mm-hmm. issue that probably has nothing to do with the literal setting of the thermostat. Yeah. yeah. And just with any conflict, regardless of the topic, looking at the deeper feelings and emotions that, that go along with it, you're going to learn stuff about you, about your spouse and about the relationship. So really there is opportunity with conflict. And so often we don't see it like that. So just even little differences, how we navigate that can be a great opportunity to grow closer together. Well, this ministry is dedicated to helping you do just that, grow closer to each other, to strengthen your relationship. And we'd like to help uh, by sending a copy of the book, Happily Ever After, by Dr. Gary Chapman. We'd ask that you make a contribution, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. And uh, when you do, we'll say thanks by sending that book out to you. And uh, we do have a free marriage assessment online. It takes a few minutes to fill out. It's a wonderful resource to help you see where you're doing well and maybe an area or two, like conflict, that you can improve in. And we'll link over to the book and to that assessment in the show notes. Next time, a pretty frank conversation with Bill and Pam Farrell talking about the gift of sex in your marriage. For now, on behalf of Greg Smalley and his wife Erin, I'm John Fuller. And thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage podcast. 